0: America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. That
1: was over 20 years ago. Today, an estimated 1 in 5 gay men in major U.S.
2: cities is living with HIV.
1: So why aren't we talking about it?
2: Today, we have the tools to make HIV history.
1: Let's finish what we started. Because the world needs you to live.
0: The Miracle Medical Clinic is a clinic that has been providing quality health care services to the Houston area since 1996 in a comfortable environment they are dedicated to helping you live a healthy lifestyle for years to come. For more information, please call 713-464-0236 or visit us at our website at www.miraclemedicalclinic.com. The Miracle Medical Clinic, where preventive health care is waiting for you. The Meditation Museum in Silver Spring, Maryland offers a variety of courses and activities to make your life go a whole lot smoother. Located at 9525 Georgia Avenue, you will be able to experience the beautiful silence that's in the space. There are courses in Rajoga Yoga Meditation, Positive Thinking, Stress-Free Living, and Personal Development classes. For more information, call us at 301-588-0144 or visit us online at meditationmuseum.org. Get off the grid and step inside your heart. Sister Jenna guides you through a powerful, encouraging, and motivating meditation that allows you to let go and become aware of you, regain strength, power, and peace. Take a break. Breathe. Breathe why don't you visit the Peace Village Learning and Retreat Center, 518-589-5000.
2: I'm Roger Nelson. I'm the founder and director of the Global Consciousness Project, and you are listening to America Meditating Radio Show.
0: Take in this moment I the soul settle gently. the soul I am powerful with the power to let go Beautiful experiences are attracted to me. I am greatly fortunate. And yes, we are greatly fortunate. Welcome, everyone. This is American Meditating Radio, and I'm your host, Sister Jenna. We're broadcasting from the beautiful Meditation Museum in the nation's capital. And if you've been keeping up with the news, you're very much... I think a lot of people are sending us a lot of blessings and good wishes to keep up with the work that we're doing because the intensity of the vibrations here are out of the roof right now. And every day, it's just something that's feeding fear, insecurity, um, change, um, optimism fear, again, I have to just keep using the word fear or anxiety because I know that a lot of people are coming to the museum feeling a great sense of anxiety of just the rapid changes that are taking place. And um, even for some of us who might be kind of prepared and ready for all of this, it's still quite shocking in many ways. It still kind of has you thinking again about how to best move along in our lives and how to be able to really understand who and what we are, why we're here. I was in uh, New York recently, just last weekend, and had the wonderful experience of listening to music by Naturally Merchant. And if you haven't heard her music, go on YouTube and listen to some of her songs. It's just very, very conscious, raising music, and I think it offers a lot of hope and help to our narrative in the world today because we need music that can inspire us to feel more, you might call it zen, but I call it more centered and more aware of who we are and why we are here. So I hope this show finds you in a good spirit and um, monitoring your heart and mind <laughs> right? and being able to overcome whatever limitations that you might be holding in your consciousness. Because I do know that limitations do breathe fair uh, because it's a limit. But the soul is unlimited. And what does it doesn't look like when something that is unlimited is trying to live a limited reality? Painful. Painful. And any sign of pain is a sign that I need to change something. I need to change something. I was in the Middle East recently and had to tell you I had a wonderful time for a conference that the Bahrain Meditation Center organized there called Creating Change. I had a wonderful experience to meet with His Excellency, the Deputy Prime Minister, uh, Sheikh al-Khalifa, and it was incredible to be in the Middle East at this particular time as an American. I want you to pause and hold that. To be in the Middle East as an American at this time. And I can only tell you what my rendition of what I experienced. Yes, I was with some of the most beautiful people. But I have to tell you that I felt like the folks in the Middle East and those from Islamic backgrounds just are rooted in their belief and understanding of who and what they are. Second, they're not quite sure like why a lot of this is happening in America. Uh, their question to me was, how could the popular vote have been so many, and yet he, you know, President Trump still won as uh, as the president. And I said, well, there's some old systems that are still existing, and they're really more in charge than the popular voices. And they were just very perplexed. Another thing that came up, the third thing that came up is, oh, we never expected America to go through this. That hit me. That made me really wonder about the image that we've created in the minds of others, doesn't it, Right. I thought so. And so while I was there, I felt comfortable. I felt very, very safe. I felt very, very safe. And I felt also a kind of empathy as to the languaging or whatever was the culture that we were throwing out on those in the Middle East at this time. But Despite all of that, everyone, the conference was incredible. It focused on various areas of consciousness, which made us really elevate for those in the Middle East to take a more reflective approach towards life and to really understand who we are and why we are here. Why do we show up in the world today? And it's got to be because of love and to be at peace with our own conscience and to be mindful of the things that are valuable in our world today. Value systems have shifted. And I tell everybody in conversations and conferences, we are in the age of the greatest deception of all time. And if you're not genuinely authentic in your own spirit, in your soul, then we're going to get trapped in the deception that's out there. And I don't believe that's really what we want to do with our lives. And so I want to leave that out for all of you listening in because this is a time for an incredible amount of opportunity to rise up, to emerge with our greatest potential and to believe in the ideas and the values that hold us together and keep us strong and make us a lot more responsible and accountable for the way that we think, speak and make decisions. You're listening to America Meditating Radio. Here is "So Consciousness" by Sister Genti on "Knowing Myself" Meditation CD. Take a deep breath.
2: Experimenting with these exercises, one is able to discover the sweetness and the beauty that lies in knowing the self. the more I know myself the more I'm able to maintain the awareness of my true identity and move away from all the different compartments and limitations that I have imposed on myself. The image that we generally have of ourselves is a fairly negative one but that's simply because we don't know who we are and so we allow external influences to restrict our thinking and put us into boxes and create bondages and feel the pain of those bondages meditation is the method of liberation of becoming free from the false impositions that I have created for myself and I have accepted in terms of what the world has imposed. It is important to experiment with these ideas, sitting quietly, in solitude, in silence within. However, it is equally important to experiment with these concepts during our day-to-day activity. Having had a glimpse of the identity of the self, then, when it's time to leave my little corner of meditation and move into the world outside, I must learn to maintain this awareness of being a point of light, using the physical instrument to look out into the world using the lips to express my thoughts and ideas to communicate with others being the master listening to the information that I receive but being the master deciding discerning what it is which has value, what it is that will enhance my own awareness. Retaining that information, communicating that information, but also being able to filter out that which will pollute my mind, that which will cause my feelings to become corrupt so that I maintain the integrity of this experience of eternal consciousness. Both things are aligned together. My time in silence, experiencing the eternity of the self, but using this awareness in my day-to-day activity. If through the day I maintain this awareness, then, whenever there is a moment at which actions can finish, I could turn inwards and come to the state of Om Shanti. And the awareness of Om Shanti, the awareness of peace, is also then expressed through the work that I do during the day. Om Shanti.
0: Mm, Welcome back. I just love Sister Gentile's meditations. That was Soul Consciousness on her Knowing Myself meditation CD. You are listening to America Meditating Radio, and I'm your host, Sister Jenna. And we were talking about the current times that we're in and how fear and anxiety is an all-time high. But it doesn't mean it's time to give up. It just means that it's time to persevere and to move forward, don't you think? I think that we are given a chance to um, have fierce love, you know, fierce kind of love. At an event I attended in New York, there is this real, real beautiful conversation on as things get tough, we're really looking at a kind of a fierce love that's needed to take us through these times to take us through these times of uncertainty and what's going on. Things are moving so fast that it's hard for you to even be attached to anything. And what I believe I'd like to invite all of you to contemplate on for a little while is to think about the decay of negativity, that we're observing what I always used to use. You know the word algae, the acronym rather, algae, A for anger, L for lust, G for greed, A for attachment, and E for ego. There's a decay of that vibration, but what we're seeing, it's, the, it's its amplification. Because it's leaving, because it's getting to a point that it can't maintain itself, you can't sustain an energy that isn't natural. It's impossible to sustain an unnatural energy for too long. It eventually destroys and so in the same, you know, feed or the same sort of a understanding, we're looking at an energy that is moving toward destruction, destruction of its own energy. So let's take a look at this. So you and I are human beings. We've got this thing called our body and we've got the being, the soul, the spirit, the energy of light. It's sitting inside of the soul, right? It's, it's sitting inside of the body. Now, this energy is governing the way I move my hands, even the way that I speak is uh, giving you an idea of, of what's going on in my spirit and the vibrations in my spirit. And so this energy of soul is moving my body, and this body is under the auspice of the soul. So if the soul is in a real negative state, And if if it's in a state of deception, then imagine what the actions will be through the body. What will be the decisions? What will be the vibration around that person? I'm telling you, you look at the face of any human being and what you will meet or welcome is the blueprint of that soul's intentionality, the blueprint of how that soul has lived their lives, and the blueprint of if that soul has lived its own truth and life of divinity. And it's just you can't hide it from your features, from your vibrations, from your aura, from your energy. So here we are in a time where the energy of algae is at an all-time high in the soul. And it's coming through decisions that are being made, whether it's at a level of leadership or just at grassroots or just in your home with your teenage kid growing up. And you've seen how your kids have changed from being a baby to 13, 14, 15, 16, to when they become 20, to when they become 40. You see the entropy of the shift of what's been happening in the soul. All right. So we're at a time, and this is a global epidemic. This isn't just America's problem anymore. This is a global epidemic. In Romania itself, the people had an uprising that the government cannot do what they're doing. In America, we had the Women's March. In other parts of the world, people are rising up and are saying, I don't want my spirit to participate in that sort of leadership or law or rule. Now, if algae keeps burning inside of us, anger, lust, greed, attachment, ego, anger, lust, greed, attachment, and ego, anger, lust, greed, attachment, and ego, that algae keeps going and feeding and feeding and feeding and feeding through the body, through the matter, what will happen? It's destruction. It's self-destruction. You can't maintain that energy forever. Anger, lust, greed, attachment, ego, anger, lust. You can't sustain that energy forever because then comes nighttime when you want to sleep. And that vibration is percolating in your consciousness, and you're peaceless. And a sign of peacelessness is, I'm not doing something right. So the call of our time is a call for inner peace. And the opposite of algae is love, peace, purity, truth, and joy. And if we listen, we don't even have to listen. You can turn on your phone and just... Say hello to a friend on Facebook and you can hear the call of peacelessness around the world. So there's a need to end conflict inside, a deep call for inner stillness and calm in which as souls we can begin to experience our original state besides all the peacelessness that's going on. This is no longer someone else's problem. This is all our problem. If we're to find peace, first we must teach ourselves to become quiet, and then we can experience our peaceful stage. Now, that's a big time job in a world that's peaceless, but I believe it's always just a thought away. Don't you? I'd like my friends and fans that tune into this show regularly to consider this conversation as their own. First, to try to understand what is happening in our lives and that we can sit back and do nothing with so much that's happening. We're at a time that we are being initiated to wake up our spirit, our consciousness, our beings, our presence, our aura. And I know some might think meditation and spirituality, oh, you're just like woo-woo. No way. (laughs) If we were woo-woo, We wouldn't be conducting over 200 events per year at our museum, so that's a different kind of interpretation of meditation and spirituality. Meditation and spirituality is to face your peacelessness and to acknowledge the reality that this isn't the state that you need to be in. This isn't who you are. This isn't an energy that you can sustain. If you want real long-lasting change, the qualities of divinity as an energy in your spirit has to start to come through your behavior, your choices, your actions, your words. It will start to reveal itself. And when people bump into you and they look at the blueprint of your spirit, and what they see is divinity, or peace, and purity, and power, and stability. That's sustainable. You can hold that for a long time. And that can help other people to hold themselves for a long time. So let us do our inner work. And let us go deeply into the experience of our original state of the soul. And let there be such deep peace and silence that God is able to do his work through me. And I can truly say that I am God's child. Thank you for joining us on the air today. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission, and we are here to love each other the same, so let's do that. Here is Harold Melvin in the blue Blue notes an oldie but goodie. Wake up, everybody. Take care.
1: Wake up every no sleep in no more, no more back. build a new man i know